0: Hello and welcome back to the Off the Crossbar podcast with Regan and Brett. And my god, has it been a busy week for us in terms of news stories and stuff to look forward to this week.
1: You has a busy week. It's been a busy day. But well, we recorded oh, yeah. this on the first day and there's been an absolute F-ton of news. Some we can talk about, some we definitely, definitely can't. <laughs> what,
0: that, well, yes, that, but the fact that you've <laughs> actually censored yourself is strange
1: yeah, I just calm down, I'm turning into Gordon Ramsay a little bit <laughs> Well, that's a bad thing, I do love little bit of Ramsay
0: yes, um, there's only one place we can start and that is of course in the last hour as of time of recording the UEFA Champions League groups stages have been confirmed for the 2021-22 season and some of the groups are very very tasty
1: oh, tabby, you've run my joke, I was going to say speaking of Ramsay <laughs> that is <laughs> Fucking beautiful. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, I do mean group impression, a. but
1: yeah, I think people have to pay for that.
0: Yeah, we we don't allow impressions on this show for free anymore. After your Australian accent.
1: One. It's better than that.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, group A. What a group that is. We're we
1: going in group order. That's <laughs> going to just go downhill quickly.
0: No, we're not going to go in group order. But, I mean, I feel like we have to talk about it.
1: Oh, considering the possibility—well, not the what is that possibility—is the game that we're going to get?
0: Yeah, Manchester City and PSG in the same group. Oh. Messi versus Guardiola, and potentially Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: Oh, I have my own opinion on that, and I don't believe that is happening. Although I don't know what to believe, uh, I see so much that I just don't know anymore. Does anyone know anything? Yeah. Probably not. All no. but I know one thing with this match it is the oil money derby
0: <laughs> yes i can hear the money jingling all across the floor
1: now oh interesting you could actually call it the abu derby <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like what you did there very well done um yeah so obviously that's going to be the standout tie of that group elsewhere the other two teams in that group are rb leipzig and club bruges the leipzig I thought they were in Liverpool. So. Nope. I'm looking nope, at the groups opposite. now. Oh, I'm blind. <laughs> yes, you are. I've just pulled the group's up. <laughs> that's why you're the one that wears no. the glasses in this podcast and I don't.
1: That's so rude. <laughs> my mind was just on Club Bruges because of the transfer rumor that I've been seeing the last few days. Which <laughs> I but I group A isn't ready because Club Bruges are apparently signing Wesley on <laughs> Oh, gosh. He's going I'm to cause ready. a storm man. <laughs> <laughs> uh Right. Group
0: E. Another big group.
1: You just wanted to get to that one game.
0: <laughs> Bayern Munich. Barcelona. Benfica. Dynamo Kiev.
1: Dynamo I mean, Kiev, what I say.
0: <laughs> yes. The fact we get to see Barca versus Bayern Munich two more times after we had that 8-2 two seasons ago. <sighs>
1: I was going to say, you mm. were allowed to make the pawn, thing, considering how mm. I've started.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to do, at eight, to be a Barca fan anymore. I know I said it to you no. in the messages, but I wasn't going to do it on the podcast. <laughs> I'll leave the bad jokes to you this week.
1: Hey, if they scored eight with Messi on the pitch, what are they going to do when he's not?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it could be double figures quite easily for uh, Julian Nagelman's side. Again, even... Th- like it's not really guaranteed. I mean, you would say them two are the favourites to go through in that group, but Benfica will provide tough opposition. And going to Kiev, I mean, especially if that's game six or five, that which is early December, late November, that's going to be freezing cold temperatures. It's not going to be nice for anyone.
1: Because that's the way the fixtures work. I don't. Is he the first two games played first? I don't know how they do it actually because if it is that's a very very tasty first match <laughs> incredibly tasty fine um, some good fucking food <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: um, then we have a look at group B you got Atletico Madrid Liverpool FC Porto and AC Milan I mean that oh. is spoilt for choice who's going to win that
1: group Literally, if you look at this from the Liverpool standpoint it's what a chance to get revenge over the La Liga champions. in let's go. Mhm. Playing Porta is always a lovely thing in Europe, yep. I feel. And the absolute sheer nostalgia of playing AC Milan again.
0: <laughs> it just brings back so many memories for both, both sets of fans, good and bad. That's not even well.
1: That's not even looking at the fact that Zlatan is coming to
0: England. <laughs> oh. I mean, that is just something special on its own.
1: He's going to just stand in front of the cop and say, what is this? My new yes. <laughs> Uh
0: The other two English teams, their groups, Manchester United have been drawn alongside uh, Europa League winners and the team they lost to in the Europa League final, Villarreal. They travel to Gasparini's Atalanta and then have to travel to Switzerland where they will face BSC Young Boys
1: So who did Joel Geyser pay then to get this one?
0: (laughs) I mean it's not an easy group because Atalanta, very good side, I wouldn't put it past them getting a decent result against Man United, I'd say Young Boys are the easiest game for United there Um, however if you're expecting goals against Villarreal just know it doesn't happen unless it's a penalty shootout
1: Again, this is the Manchester United team that struggled to beat Michelin.
0: I mean, different players, but let's talk about that. And finally, Chelsea. They have been drawn in a group with Juventus, Zenit St. Petersburg and Malmö. So, not bad for Thomas Tuchel side as they look to uh, maintain their title of Champions of Europe. Yeah,
1: you know, my mind instantly went to Zenit then and I for some reason thought André Villas-Boas was still their manager.
0: No, I don't know where Villas-Boas is managing now.
1: Was he, he was at Marseille recently, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, Marseille most recently uh, before Jorge Sampaoli took over.
1: Yeah. A... I don't know if there's any manager his name, but it should be simple no. for Chelsea and Juventus. They yeah. Juventus without Ronaldo should get through.
0: Yes. Um, most disappointing group because we've talked about the group of death is obviously Group G. Leipzig... Um, sorry, Salzburg, Wolfsburg, Sevilla and Lille. There's always one I mean Yeah. It's most disappointing in terms of no like big clashes, but at the same time, this could be the most open group there is because you don't have a clear favourite to win it at all.
1: Potentially. Although I think Sevilla are looking at that a little bit with disappointment because mm. I don't think they'll be finishing third in this one. I mean
0: there's the chance.
1: Because like, you missed the joke then
0: <laughs> I know you, the joke of them going down into the Europa League Don't worry
1: There's <laughs> no reaction to
0: it <laughs> Because it was a bad joke again That's why
1: um, But yeah
0: Champions League all kicks off next month In the middle of September After uh, The week after the international break is over So it will be very interesting to watch that go on <sighs> Wow That's one bit of news from today done
1: yeah, it was, it weirdly wasn't even the main one. It was just the more recent one because we're recording this actually an hour after it finished.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously been, transfer news-wise, a lot to talk about this past few days since we last yeah. recorded.
1: Whether any of it is believable or not, again, we haven't got a clue.
0: Yeah, I mean... Could Don I've Fabrizio
1: seen... even be trusted anymore?
0: <laughs> I mean, I still say yes, but there has been a lot of... Uh, transfer news regarding two big players. Uh, The first of Kylian Mbappe to Real Madrid is a move that could potentially still happen with the last four or five days of the transfer window. At the start of the week there was a talk that Real Madrid put in a 160 million euros bid for the 22 year old which was uh, rejected by PSG and uh, today they have gone in with an improved bid of 170 million plus 10 million in add-ons. Someone who's out of contract in less than a year's time.
1: How much money really will it actually take?
0: I think they realistically want what they paid for and from uh, Monaco, which I think this deal will take it over the (laughs) line. I thought it was less. I thought it was 175 million. Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Mm. The whole thing is just weird. Yeah, because, I mean... Can it, you, there's I just can't look at someone like killing Mbappe and go, I've got Lionel Messi on my right, <laughs> and Neymar on my left. Now nah, I don't want that. <laughs> get me to Ramadry now, Sam. I think because
0: he wants to be his own star man, and...
1: Which you would get the time for, which is why it's confusing. Yeah, it's this, figure, I, this Messi and Mbappe name, I think, would only be, realistically, a year, maybe two.
0: Yeah, but I think he wants the limelight now to be able to show like the rest of the world, okay, I don't just rely on Neymar and Messi, I am still a great player myself, and that's why I can do it in other leagues, and I think that's why he wants to do it but my we question to that as well.
1: well, Neymar had the same thing at Barca, which is why he went to base, Yeah. how did that work? out?
0: I mean, he's now back in Messi's
1: shadow again you like all um, about who supposed to be the star, but yeah. have you got the weapons around you, or are you just going to be the one man team.
0: I mean, I think Benzema's always going to pop up with the goals. You've got to be hoping for a fit Hazard. Here's a question for you though: Who's more stupid, Real Madrid for putting in these bids, but they could wait four months and negotiate for him for free, or PSG for potentially losing him on a free if they don't accept any of these bids over the next few days?
1: I guess from the money standpoint, PSG would want to actually make something out of it. Yeah. Mm. But Real Madrid are also equally as stupid for saying a couple of months ago that they were you know, in a billion pounds debt. Well, yeah. So let's throw another 150 billion at it.
0: <laughs> exactly. It makes no sense whatsoever. Just... However, a former player of theirs has been linked with a move, and that is, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's been at Juventus now for three years, and at last weekend before their game against Genoa, he was obviously named on the bench after the rumours came out that he wanted to leave. Then he himself he came out and was like, don't believe the stuff, and now over the last forty-eight hours, as of time of recording, uh, his agent George Mendes seems to be keen to get him a move back to Manchester but this time to the blue side rather than the red side of the city this
1: just proves how weird these days because Jordan Mendes has apparently been in Turin and Manchester in the space of a couple of hours yeah in a Covid world <laughs> how has he done this
0: no idea, I mean I imagine he hasn't travelled to either of them he's just done video calls Let's be realistic pe- I
1: thought there was a video of him in
0: Turin uh, I haven't seen any videos of him anywhere. So I didn't watch I
1: mean, the vid, but I just saw someone on Twitter.
0: Believable? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, it could be an old one, and they just say, "Oh, he was spotted in uh, Turin," but um, yeah. So the thing is, Juve would w- allow him to go if they got twenty-five to thirty million euros for him. Which we'll keep the Villa cor- on this? <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Redside Wesley?
0: <laughs> um, Man City <We're> current. <laughs> currently at the time of recording aren't willing to pay that Um, they possibly will do over the next 24 hours or 12 hours before this podcast comes out you'll see some further developments uh, on the deal Ronaldo obviously got a year left on his contract at Juventus so it makes sense if he was to leave but
1: Manchester City though,
0: that's going to hurt some Man United fans
1: especially one that I'm looking at right now (laughs) (laughs) not me I'll I said Don't p- no, piss off. I, I've, <laughs> I, I've been team Messi.
0: I've been I, team Messi since 2009.
1: I don't. No, I don't believe it. Yeah, I, yeah well, since, we... since Ronaldo left. <laughs> you could have been yes, but before that, yeah. you were a, a, you were there. <laughs> no, I I I'm one of
0: these fans that can admire both of them, and I thoroughly appreciated his time at Man United, but
1: until he wasn't the Judas
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like why are people going to complain about our loyalty? and he said back in 2015 in an interview that he'd never play for Manchester City time changes, people changes. if he goes there, it's incredible for Pep Guardiola and for the Premier League and it's one of them deals that obviously Man United fans will hate him for it but at the end of the day. That's football. There's no loyalty team football anymore.
1: Because that's going to be very awkward when he's spotted with Ed Woodward in a posh restaurant in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, mean, no, you're right. Oh, God, it'll be weird if he's in a Man City shirt. Oh yeah. I'd, and this will go I'd down as the sorry, weirdest transfer January-ish.
0: window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, the fact that there's still a couple of days left and this is well on par to be the craziest transfer window ever.
1: And got, just when Sky thought they were losing it with Harry Kane stuff, here comes Mbappe and Ronaldo, and just to raise the excitement in their office.
0: Yes. Um, it's going to be a very exciting last few days, so make sure you are following us on Twitter for all the latest updates surrounding... I feel like I need uh, to
1: take when every time we do these tweets. It's all year. <laughs> I do nothing
0: with this. I'm not saying they're coming from me. I'm not like I'm having sources. I'm retweeting what the respected journalists, the likes of Fabrizio Romano, John Persi, the Telegraph, and all these other people are tweeting. It's not me saying I know the people involved in these
1: deals. You wish. You Let's did be it. clear on that. <laughs> um, right. Prime Bravery. Yep. There are games this weekend. <laughs>
0: Yes, it's the final set of Premier League games Before we head into the international break And we have two absolute monsters One to start off
1: and well, one to finish if, well, on Saturday afternoon the point first Because I'm starting to feel slightly so, sorry For Arsenal fans in particular Because so many podcasts and YouTube channels They start with Arsenal every week Just about how poor their club is currently doing It's getting a bit boring, isn't it? So they don't have to worry next week on wonder They won't be the main talking point.
0: Unless they get absolutely hammered.
1: Oh, wait, sorry, are they playing Man City? Oh, sorry, Arsenal fans, you're going to be uh, at the start of the podcast next week.
0: Yeah. And the start of our Premier League preview here, as it is the Saturday lunchtime kickoff from the Etihad Stadium, Manchester City against Arsenal. City obviously got back to winning ways last week Put in five past Norwich and Arsenal again losing uh, this time 2 0 to Chelsea, which sees them amongst the bottom three in the Premier League. It's not a pretty start to the season for Mikel Otter to side in the league.
1: It's not, but they're on a high right now. If you saw what happened on Wednesday, yeah, no better way to knock them back down as they perched after Aubameyang and pommelled West Brom's under 11s.
0: Well, yeah, I was about to say West
1: Brom had what five, six debutants last night, if not more. Oh, I don't know West Brom squad. I mean, half of them are going to be playing for Villa by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> the way we are, so in the academy prospects. Yeah. On am um, um, Joe, I'm actually feeling pretty good for. Pablo Mara.
0: Well, yeah, he doesn't have to deal with a brute force of a striker.
1: Exactly. Paul Godz still got pace this day from trying to deal with Lakaga. Oh, yeah. Um... There has been a bit of injury
0: news regarding Manchester City. Roberto Martinez uh, has left out Kevin De Bruyne for the upcoming internationals, and he says he's not sure whether the Belgian international will be available for selection this weekend for Pep Guardiola's side.
1: Hello. What's funny is, I'd see Pep say that, but then Roberto Martinez came kind of and say, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne is out for the game against Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Roberto Martinez and knows more about De Bruyne right now than Pep... <laughs> Yes,
0: um, but if anything, last week was point to prove that Man City actually didn't need Kevin De Bruyne against uh, Norwich. Whether Arsenal will put up more of a test remains to be seen. And um, good news for Arsenal, like you said, Aubameyang scoring in midweek, he will probably come back into uh, the starting 11, maybe. Um,
1: but starting 11 against West Brom was better than any starting 11 they put out all season. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was about to say it's probably their strongest eleven they've actually put out this season. It was actually
1: mental. I was like, oh god!
0: Like just having a look at that again now, that is embarrassing that they only won six against that West Brom side.
1: It looked like it was gonna be more.
0: <laughs> yeah. I felt sorry for them. Um, but I think Man City should win this one, and I think it's gonna be a bad start to the season for Arsenal heading into the international break. Personally
1: does mm. look slightly bleak But mm. uh, if there's one last thing I, I could add with Man City What was all this stuff about Pip Saying he's going to leave in 2023?
0: Yeah so um, News came out On Wednesday evening That um, at the end of his Current contract with Man City He's set to leave the club uh, Not sign an extension And then take like a year sabbatical out um, And then He said he wants to have a look at managing a national team in the future. Which understandable, I mean, he's done incredible job wherever he's gone, Barcelona, by Munich and Manchester City. And if you remember he took a year out after by Munich before taking the Man City job, didn't he? So
1: mm. It gave us that tremendous vid, was it, when he reacted to Messi not megging James Milner?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> that was the shock was like, oh, my God. That's my boy He <laughs> like
0: a proud father He <laughs> really was um, So yeah, it looks like we've got two more seasons Of Pep Guardiola In England before he leaves uh, Which will be a sad sight for the Premier League But it'll be interesting to see Who manages to get in after him But there's no point in trying to I've speculate got, uh, Over that now
1: Yeah, but there is time to ball over The over big heroes I guess That sort of Involved Man City, they will not
0: have a striker. Yes, as Harry Kane is staying at Tottenham this season. And his first game uh, in the Premier League, which he'll probably be starting, will come against Watford this
1: Sunday. Daniel Levy wins. Once again. That's all I say. Daniel Levy wins. <laughs> he wins <laughs> at everything. Except for the I'm, Super League. He wins again.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean, I've even seen... Some rumours coming out that he'll sign a contract extension, and this time he will actually have a release clause in it. That's
1: because, oh Dan, you can put the gun away now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like uh, a Harry Kane put the hashtag Come on, you Spurs at the end of every tweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: mean, surely this. I don't has know to what he's
1: d- done with Charlie Kane. That's what I want. To know. Yeah,
0: surely this has to go down as some sort of bullying. <laughs> what he's done to Harry this Kane? This is now. bullying
1: in the workplace. <laughs> business uh, yeah. tactics of that man honestly what a hero absolutely Um His bad christian person looks silly <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i, I mean, mean we're joking there's definitely going to be some sort of like inverted commas gentleman's agreement as it is
0: yeah i think there'll be an actual release clause that will come into effect like if we don't qualify for the champions league you can leave for say 80 to 100 million but if we qualify for the Champions League and teams won't you then they have to pay like 120 to 150 million, something like that I think would probably be the clause
1: So June 2022 then Harry Kane signs for Man City
0: Or Manchester United
1: I very much doubt that one
0: No because apparently uh, Solskjaer and John Murta and the rest of the recruitment staff are meeting up next month to Plan for next summer, obviously, with Edison Cavani more than likely leaving and the potential of Anthony Martial being. Young
1: striker? Go for the young striker, is probably going to be available for 100 million less.
0: Or one who could be 100 million less than that.
1: I mean, you could have Wesley if you want, but.
0: I was on about Mbappé if he's still at PSG in a free Mbappe agent is not is your club. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I mean the realistic one here would be Erling Carlin to Manchester United. Let's be realistic next summer. But let's get back to, onto the preview because we do have another big game on Saturday afternoon, and that is Liverpool versus Chelsea at half past five from Anfield. Lukaku hmm. Van Dyke. What a battle.
1: Very intriguing. That wasn't even the one I was talking about. I was thinking Salah's just gonna rip Chelsea a new one again.
0: <laughs> Two German tacticians at the helm, Tuchel versus Klopp.
1: Mm. Big Tommy T versus Clippity Klopp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am excited for this one now.
1: It's a good one. And it's not even the half four kickoff, which means it's guaranteed to be decent.
0: Yep. Unfortunately for us though, the half four kickoff is Wolf Manchester United. I'm mulling you this Sunday
1: A dreadful Sunday then
0: (laughs) Yeah I'm not going to lie Sunday's fixtures are pretty boring
1: Yeah I'm just going to watch the cricket (laughs) (laughs) If it's
0: still going on at this rate (laughs) Uh, Elsewhere in the Premier League this weekend we have Aston Villa versus Brentford Brighton and Hove Albion versus Everton Newcastle, Southampton, Norwich Leicester, West Ham, Crystal Palace on Saturday and then On Sunday, the other game that we haven't mentioned is Burnley versus Leeds United. Overall, a good weekend of football as we head into the international break next week. we talk about West Ham for a bit. I know, top of the league. Eight goals scored, three conceded.
1: And Ricardo Antonio is going for Jamie Vardy the more and more his career goes on.
0: (laughs) I mean, that birthday dancing celebration on Monday night against... uh, Lester I, was brilliant.
1: You said it was dirty dancing. I fully believed it was dirty dancing and no one was saying it. Well, it's because he said a complete. Even himself in like the explanation at the end, he didn't say dirty dancing. He called it, what was it. I don't know what he said. I can't remember what he said now.
0: But then he realised. I he, uh, saw a tweet on Tuesday morning where he goes, Actually, I did mean dirty dancing.
1: I was like, It was the. Yeah. All it needed was the music behind it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, absolutely. Uh, Class performance from David Moyes' side, and what a start of the season for them.
1: Yeah, it, I told you it was the, the main one, but Ben Rama also has been Incredible. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely Bo incredible. look good. You know, all the Liverpool fans look stupid now that saying they didn't want him.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: <sighs> so even Pablo Fornal's is starting to look decent, for him.
0: Yeah. However, it's going to be a long season for them as they have uh, Europa League action Uh, to come and for us uh, the draw for the group stages is tomorrow afternoon for the Europa League and the Europa Conference League
1: West Ham should enjoy the hell out
0: of that yes right um, before we get on to our predictions league let's have a look at the rest of the fixtures across Europe this week Um, no particular big ones in Spain apart from on Sunday night when Atletico Madrid host Villarreal from the Wonder Metropolitano which should be a very good game between t- those two sides. Over in Germany this week again Wolfsburg versus RB Leipzig Sunday evening at half past four. Definitely uh, bound to be a very good game there. Over in Ligue 1 we could actually see Lionel Messi maybe make his debut this weekend.
1: That's what like we're hoping. If, if Mbappe is going at least just get it one game, just one game
0: Yeah, that's all we ask for as they travel to REM this week Um Bit of news, obviously we spoke at the start of the week about uh the Nice situation against Marseille and they've been ordered to play their next game which is Saturday uh, evening against Bordeaux behind closed doors
1: Yeah, probably the fair result maybe take the win off them as well
0: Yes and
1: because you know, o- it says they've won three now, <laughs> they the gold brutes.
0: Yes, and over in Italy this weekend, Inter Milan travel to Hellas Verona later on tonight. Fiorentina play Lazio, and Juventus host Empoli. So,
1: right, decent. You, said Fior- you just said Fiorentina playing Lazio. Did I? Because they're not Lazio playing Spezia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry,
0: That's what I meant to say, not Lazio. My bad. Oh, because I was reading, I saw Lazio's name, and then I, I looked at the, look at the
1: pictures. <laughs> I could have left you to drown. Then.
0: <laughs> well, thank you very much for not allowing me to drown. So, we'll head over to you for the predictions league now.
1: Three uh, Premier League pictures, pretty simple. I've gone first for Liverpool against
0: Chelsea. I'm going to go for two-one to Chelsea.
1: Interesting because I've gone for a one-all draw. Okay. Secondly, we have Brighton against Everton. Um, I'm going to go for a Desmond here two-two. Oh yeah, copying (laughs) prick. Yeah, two-two as well. Okay. And thirdly, I've gone for Burnley against Leeds. Um,
0: I'm going to go with. 2-0 to Leeds
1: that this is is it's normal it was it was very last week now it's you I've also said 2-0 Leeds
0: okay Uh, heading for our three wildcard games this week what have you gone for
1: if you copy me on this one then it's weird (laughs) okay the first one because this weekend barring covid hopefully no more of them have tested positive Rangers against Celtic is happening this weekend
0: yes uh, both teams are off to the best of starts in, to the season in Scotland
1: uh, pretty so sure Celtic are doing alright
0: <laughs> they're currently in 4th whilst Rangers I believe are in 5th or 6th
1: because that it means anything
0: <laughs> yes uh, at this early stage but I'm going to go for 2-1 to Rangers
1: well but it's close enough We've matched scoreline. I also say two one, but I say it's going to be Celtic that win. Hmm. Okay. The name Kyogo Furiashi is sparking a Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, game five is in the Bundesliga. Ooh. Yeah. Gone with Wolfsburg against RB Leipzig.
0: Um now this is one I really I don't think I can call but I'm going to go with 3-2 to Leipzig
1: I say 3-1 it's RB Leipzig ok
0: and where do we head for our final game
1: this weekend final game we're going stateside Ooh, over to the MLS um, there is a derby happening this weekend is there not
0: it's derby weekend in the MLS actually
1: it is But I'm not going to make you predict the one you think I am. I
0: was about to say, every game this weekend is literally a derby.
1: Well, I didn't properly look at all of them. The game I've chosen is a Florida derby. Okay. (laughs) Because Orlando City are playing Phil Neville's into Miami.
0: Well, I am going to go for Orlando City to win 3-0. 3-0.
1: Three now. Yep. Well, just for the pure fact that having visited both of these cities, I had a much much better time in one of them than the other. <laughs> I'm going Orlando for two <laughs> so now. I
0: about to say. thought you were going to go with Miami. Sounds like you really
1: Miami. Miami's kind of at a disadvantage considering I was the day trip though I went on was in the bad part of Miami <laughs> like I never we were, we were fooled when we were it was a trip to Miami, it was literally the outskirts oh gosh um, anyway, enough about your trip to Miami we saw a few celebrities houses but yeah who knows if it was even theirs <laughs> <laughs> uh, the boat road re- was
0: horrible <laughs> a reminder as we head into this weekend I'm on 6 points, Brad is on 5 as he got the extra point from fantasy team last week
1: the domination begins now in fantasy football
0: <laughs> it won't do i'll
1: beat you this it week will, it will do because you know who i've added
0: who have you added to your squad
1: antonio oh <laughs> <laughs> gosh <Good. laughs> <laughs> yep mikhail antonio is in kelechi iron actually is gone don't blame you
0: um one change i've made from which I made last weekend before the games. I got rid of Harry Kane and bought in Romelu Lukaku. Um, this week, I'll, I mean, I don't know what his fitness is going to be like for the game, but I'll probably end up transferring Ben White out of the squad. Uh, How is he still in your squad? <laughs> he, he was on my bench from last week, so he didn't start, don't worry. But uh, It'll be interesting to see who I'll replace him with. I'll probably make that decision either tomorrow or Saturday morning before the games start
1: Right The part I'm very excited for (laughs) I'll
0: let you introduce it
1: Well, it it is the part of the show That was formerly known As Did You See That But, you know, as I said last week I wasn't going to change it Well, I lied I literally woke up this morning and went Do you know what, I'm feeling creative
0: (laughs) Which is a first for Brad Feeling creative
1: Sorry, who designs everything on this channel? <laughs> <laughs> and podcast? True. Yeah. Well, we don't actually have a name yet for this, bit. we'll happily take suggestions. Okay. But yeah, it does uh, oh, I have created a new jingle.
0: <laughs> right, let's see you know, the uh, jingle.
1: You're not really you know the last one was just a bit more rock like. Indeed I do. Yeah. This one isn't that much. If anything it's more anthemic. Okay, let's. Well, it's more powerful. I don't so know whether I'm this. ready for this. Fresh yourself. <laughs> My
0: word! That is quite something!
1: I don't know, Jeff, has it?
0: I do not believe what I've just seen! You to get away with that.
1: <laughs> Listen, I've had that Ray Hudson scream in my documents for months because <laughs> <laughs> it was always going to be used again.
0: <laughs> oh, the brilliance of Ray Hudson! What a commentator! So it,
1: it, the whole thing could have just been Ray Hudson quotes.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that man has come up with some. That bad deserves his own segment every week. <laughs>
1: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we just need a Ray Hudson quote of the week. (laughs) Have that at the end of the review show. Just pick it up. What was the best thing you said this weekend?
0: Forget quote of the day or quote of the week. Here's the Ray Hudson quote of the week. Write that down. (laughs) So what have you got for us this weekend?
1: All the stories are mine, but I feel like the only way to start is this is the absolute stone cold masterclass of a penalty on Tuesday from Anwar Elgarzi
0: <laughs> yes so for context oh. Aston Villa were playing league two side Barrow in the Carabao Cup second round I believe
1: Are we at the second round? it was yeah
0: uh, and obviously Villa were awarded a penalty which Elgarzi took being the Villa penalty taker and he decided to penanker it
1: just oh I couldn't love uh, that man anymore. <laughs>
0: against Barrow.
1: Really, lad? I don't give a shit. <laughs> really? I'm so happy. It was <laughs> against Barrow. Just the sheer disgust. Do you know when he scored his second goal is that he shushed the crowd? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, lad. What an absolute human being. <laughs>
0: However, from that game, you've got to give plaudits to Aston Villa who have given their gate ticket sales from that game because clubs uh, get a share of the ticket sales. They have decided to give it back to Barrow to help them out financially so round of applause exactly. for Aston Villa there
1: very classy gesture Yeah, and I'll save my applaud it for another kid later
0: that sounds a bit dodgy <laughs>
1: he made a terrible joke there. <laughs> yes Good. second story bit more of an older one I think it's been around enough times now have you seen the video of the Danish referee I can't remember what game it was was it a Super League game where he just realised that he made a mistake in pulling a did foul back when the goal was for on goal. I think I have seen his reaction. It's the one where he sinks to his knees and it's just like no. Nah. Yes, yes. No,
0: you said that. I do remember. I just seeing
1: everyone because someone was like, oh, "It's all right," but yet secretly they're saving. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, I didn't know what the final score was in that game. <laughs> I'd love to know. I can't remember myself actually. Yeah. And something a bit more weird, because. Did you see another vid in Mitchie Batchwise' announcement ahead of his transfer to Besiktas? Mm. Was
0: he by any chance wearing a Batman costume? Yes, he was. <laughs> but then I haven't, but that was an easy guess.
1: Yeah, like if you watch the whole vid, the man walks out like he's Jeremy Lynch.
0: Oh, for God's <laughs>
1: sake. I, I was expecting Jeremy Lynch to start coming out and rapping. <laughs> <laughs> get in a box when you're with
0: me. <laughs> Please, don't. We don't. That's the max I ever need from you to ever do that again. That is your Jeremy Lynch <laughs> cap done for the season.
1: It's okay. We don't care about his past or his history.
0: Yes. <laughs> What's the final story uh, you got for the, us this week? We have
1: to, can't oh. end this without Richie Butcher. This guy's been loaned out more times than a library book at this point. <laughs> yeah, but that's the Chelsea way. I mean, if you look at Kennedy,
0: he's gone out on his. 7th or 6th loan it's what Chelsea do with their players that aren't first team players, they just loan them out until their contracts end and then sell them for free
1: how big is Ken in his contract 7 years? yeah
0: but it's because they renew it every so often because like with Batshuayi, he's renewed he's until 2023
1: why renew a contract with a club that's just going to send you to another one?
0: (laughs) I don't know, I'm not these Chelsea players or Marina Garinovinovskia butchered her surname sorry about that marina maria Uh, what's the final story for us then this week
1: i don't know how i found this out i was listening to the famous football ramble podcast yeah great podcast indeed indeed i found out this story (laughs) honestly just baffling (laughs) i just couldn't believe it so in belgium Mm -hmm. there is a new law that has been announced You know that we've all had this problem of getting the ball kicked over the fence Yeah You know you have to go knock the door Mm. It's it's always like the walk of shame isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah it's the footballing walk of shame
1: (laughs) Well in Belgium from the 1st of September Mm -hmm. anyone who accidentally kicks or throws their ball into a neighbour's garden Will mm-hmm. have the legal right to retrieve it.
0: What? So they don't have to ask to get it back. They can just well, go. Away? The,
1: the whole thing is just confusing and weird. <laughs> it's just baffling. Literally, it's if they are willing to brave the frowns and disapproval, <laughs> then they are have the legal right to just get their ball back.
0: Okay, that's strange. I mean. Fortunately for me, I'm in a position where I've lived with the same neighbours to my left because it's easier to kick the ball over to the left than the right uh, for nearly 20 years now, and I'm literally able just to jump over the fence so I don't have to do all that, knocking around the front door. But go on with your quote then.
1: This might clarify slightly. Probably not at all. Mm -hmm. So the quote from Professor Vincent Saget, I believe you say his name, said you have to ring the bell of the neighbour and ask first but if they refuse or are not at home you can still enter the garden to quickly get it back he also added but only to look for your ball or animal not to take other things because that is still just called theft
0: how often is
1: that theft <laughs> in
0: gardens popular in Belgium what the hell are do they doing in, in Belgium
1: He's going to retrieve the ball oh I think I'll take that gnome
0: what a <laughs> that was so weird I was literally about to say the exact same sentence I'll take this gnome that looks nice uh, oh you got some daffodils they'll do in my garden they give oh, They'll oh they'll get trampled <laughs> yeah. the neighbour comes back so from weird. the neighbour comes back from work he has a look out of their garden and realises that everything's gone and they look over to your garden and it's an exact replica of what they had what know have people in Belgium yeah. been doing
1: did you read reading that and he also said something about how he didn't believe the moon law would affect the right to privacy in which he also quoted of course third parties cannot use people's prophecy we are talking about situations where a ball really has ended up in the neighbour's garden by accident honestly we- people need to look up this story itself. it's just so weird
0: when you cited this story I thought you were going to say like um the t- professional teams in Belgium couldn't do like spygate that was with Leeds and Derby the other year
1: you know what it is you do the walk of shame the neighbour says no you can't but I'm just going to go and jump over your fence and get it back anyway because <laughs> yeah. it's my legal right
0: so now what they're saying is no matter what your neighbour says they can't uh, stop you
1: literally I, I'm just jumping over the fence and giving him the middle finger <laughs> so I'll just get it back yes. like, you can't stop me mate. I, I know my rights yes um, i read the law yes Right,
0: we'll be back on Monday to review all the weekend's action and any more talking points, especially around the Cristiano Ronaldo saga and Kylian Mbappe saga as well and on transfer deadline day, you never know, we might pop up with a video on the channel just to have a quick roundup of all the transfers that have happened or if there's any big breaking story regarding transfers. He'll pop
1: up with a video. I'll just chill. Yeah, so (laughs) make sure I'll just make him look good.
0: Mm, I mean, that's hard for you to do because I look brilliant anyway.
1: It is very hard for me to do. Yeah. I not mean, much work? But... <laughs> uh, until then, the make lighting su- changes.
0: <laughs> make sure you download us, give us a five star rating wherever you're listening to, and go follow us on Twitter at pod so you can keep up to date with all the latest news and stories from the, around the world of football. And until then, it's goodbye from Brad. See ya. And goodbye from me. We'll see you soon.